Hey guys, welcome back to Book Life with me, Miss Lamb. Uh, Thanks for joining in, and hopefully you will really like today's episode. We are, um, me and my friend Megan, we went on a (laughs) readcation, and we basically just rented this little, like, uh, house on the lake in the middle of nowhere, pretty much, and we decided to take books. We did not read as much as we wanted because we did some other fun things, but that's okay. Um, While we were there, though, we did decide that we would do an episode. And she loves ebooks. And I just can't, I just haven't been able to kind of get on board with that. So we basically, that's what the episode is about is talking about ebooks versus traditional books, printed form books. And then, of course, we kind of venture off into some other topics as well. So it's a pretty good um, episode, I think. It's got a lot of info in there, not just about ebooks, but that's the, the main purpose of the episode. So I hope that you will really enjoy it as well. And here we go. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> a little delayed reaction there. I don't think she knew I was recording yet. All right, so well, the thing away, and so I did because I had to get to my list of things I want to make sure I talk mm-hmm. about, and and since we're in a we're in an um off location, we are off-site. in we are off site. There you go. We are in Hawthorne, Florida. Never heard of Hawthorne. Nowhere. It is in the middle of nowhere, but 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 the lake that we're on is beautiful, Lake McMeekin. Yes, and the um we rented like a little trailer cabin whatever you want to call it and it's it's very nice and why did we come out here we're on a reading vacation or a readcation our readcation we have portmanteaued yes the word. <laughs> so yeah the goal was um of course to do a lot of reading have you done a lot of reading I have I'm reading two books at the same time yeah that's a little that's a little um impressive uh I finished the one book that I started at home, I only had like 40 pages left though. So that didn't really count. But you still have a finished accomplishment. I do have a finished book and I started another book (laughs) and I'm probably only, I could look it up online on my, on my Goodreads, but uh, I think I'm about a quarter of the way through, but that's okay. We're finished with this. I'm fixing to plop myself in that recliner right there. And I'm going to spend the afternoon reading the rest of my book. So, but we have done other fun things. We have. We have been to the Marjorie Kennan Rawlings State Park house. Which definitely fits into a readcation because she is the author of... The Yearling. Among other things. And Cross Creek. And When the Whippoorwill. And she moved to Florida and bought this farm. Farm. Orange, well, Orange Grove, yeah. sight unseen, and yeah. lived there with her first husband, and then not so much her second husband. No, but she still owned the house, but they lived elsewhere. And then um, she would write from there, obviously. Correct. They had the little writing table set up, and the old-timey typewriter. It wasn't her typewriter, but they had all set up. So, yeah, so we, so we visited the home of an author on our vacation, and then we went to the Yearling Restaurant. Which is right around the corner from the State Park House. Which is based off of the book, The Yearling, so still staying very much in line with this whole reading reading trip that we're on. And the restaurant has books for sale. It so it's does. Restaurant slash yeah. I did put it on my Instagram, um, obviously, a little before this. It was in July that we went, so if you want to, you know, go back and look at that. But Go during the cooler months. Well, yeah, go during the cooler months, but... 
Um, yeah, it was like a, I think on my Instagram I said it was a taxidermy <laughs> slash bookstore slash restaurant. Mm-hmm. So it was very unique. It was pretty cool. Very unique. They're yeah. only open Thursday through Sunday, though. And apparently they start to run out of stuff. On Sunday. On Sunday. <laughs> As we found out. Yeah. But it was, it was good. It Plan was good. accordingly. Yeah. So. All right. So, th- so we're on our vacation, but that's not the topic of our episode. Our topic is um, digital books versus regular books. I call them regular books, but I mean, I guess one's... Paper books? Yeah, paper. paper. Traditional? Traditional. Traditional. I like that word. Bound books. All right. Yeah. <laughs> bound books. Okay. So before we get to that, though, first, let's let's set up your reading habits. Like, how much do you read? Are you an avid reader? Are you a sometime reader? Okay. So when we had our New Year's resolution show episode... Yeah. So New Year's 2022, you were on my episode. You with challenged them. me... And I said I would read 10 books, I believe. And then I increased that because I had a goal. So I had to meet it and exceed it. Exactly. I needed gold stars in my life or something. (laughs) Um, So I read a ton in 2022. And I don't remember exactly how many books I read, but it was quite a lot for me. Um, So 2023, I have to admit, has started out very slow for me. Um, I've probably only read four or five books so far. And when you say started out, I mean, it is July. So we are, you know, past the mid hump. Right. So I read a book in January and then I didn't read again until May. (laughs) So, but now you're reading two at once. Two at the same time. See, we're, we're, we're progressing. It helps when you're on a dedicated reading <laughs> on a reedcation. Reedcation. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. and uh, we probably should have spent like the whole time just doing nothing but reading, but you know. Well, but there's other things to see if you're going to go somewhere else. Exactly. And... Well, because we also did today, we went to the, the Island Grove Winery. We went out in the way off beaten path boondocks and saw the tour where they make it. And then we went back to the somewhat civilization and went to the tasting room and <laughs> the blueberry. We saw the blueberry fields. Yeah, so 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 we have to do some other things, but and we ate at the burger barn. It was actually very. I thought my burger was very yummy. My burger was also very yummy. Okay, it has a little bit of um, Big Mac sauce on it, which is basically Thousand Island dressing. But I don't know that. And then the way it was cooked was pretty good. And the onion rings. The onion rings I, that you got were much better than the fries that I yeah. got. Yeah. The fries just need to be cooked longer. They were hand cut. And, yeah. But they, they needed to be cooked longer. All right. So, we've established how much you read. What are you reading right now? You said you're reading two. So, right now, I'm reading the Cassandra. You can look it up. Cassandra oh, in okay. Reverse, I think is what it's called. Yes. Um, so, Cassandra in Reverse. Yeah. That is my ebook, and I'm reading that based on your recommendation. And then I'm also reading a paper bound book, traditional, <laughs> old school book, uh, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, because I'm reading the paper version because I had it on hold on Hoopla, and I guess I missed my deadline, your pickup date or date. whatever. So. So now you're having to read it on an actual paperback version. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Cassandra in Reverse, I read, and it was a Reese Witherspoon book, which apparently the book I'm reading right now 
wrong place, wrong time, happens to also be a Reese Witherspoon book, which I did not realize. Apparently, she's got good taste in books. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I'm still interested to see what you think of Cassandra in Reverse when you're finished. But we'll talk about that another time. Okay. All right. So, you're reading right now. Um, oh, I did want to talk about that, too. The Goodreads thing. Do you like using Goodreads? I do, but you're my only friend on there, so it's really just a way for me to track what I have read. Yeah. Um, but also, because I use Kindle, so that tracks what I've read, too, if oh, I've read okay. it through Kindle. Um, and then I have my own little blog, blog, you know, that I keep of books that I've read. So, oh, very cool. Um, I don't do that. Yeah, that's what I like about Goodreads. I don't have a lot of people on there, either. I think I have... Uh, three people with you being one of them. Uh, well, and Livy, but Livy doesn't ever, I don't even know if she's still on it. But um, yeah, I like that it keeps track of my books. Like I know how many I've read. I could look back and see which titles I've read. And then also I really like when it keeps track of the percentage of the book. Yeah. And I also like the statistics that it gives you. Um, I don't pay attention to that. Like... How many people gave it so many stars? Correct. And how many pages are in it? And like your longest book that you read oh, from the past yeah. year and the shortest book and then the highest rated book that you read. I do look at that at the end ratings. of the year. Yeah. Okay. So you prefer digital books? I do. Now. Now that I know that they exist and I have jumped fully on on board because this paperback book the only reason you're reading this paperback book which you're not fully reading it because you're really more into the ebook cassandra in reverse aren't you it's just easier to read in electronic format for me personally why um lots of reasons so um you know you always have your phone with you so i have the kindle app on my phone so um you I mean, you know, you convenience can read, sake, can you can read, read it anywhere, anytime, any place. Right. Cause yeah, I will go to the um, doctor's office or something and I'll have to make sure I take my book. And I mean, sometimes I have like just a little like clutch thing that I carry as a purse instead of a whole bag. So right. now I have that in a book cause the book won't fit in it. So I give you props on that one. That one. I do have a 500 pound purse that a book would fit into if I remembered to put a book into it. But, but since it's 500 pounds already, you don't have to add the weight <laughs> of the book to it. There you go. So, so I'm trying to save my shoulder so. a little bit. Um, but uh, I really like the flexibility of the font. Um, I feel like sometimes I have a little bit of difficulty keeping track of where I am in the page. And in Kendall specifically, there's a font that is easier to follow along for me. Mm -hmm. I can also make the typesetting larger. Bigger, yeah. Or smaller. I can dim the screen, make it brighter. Because I know a lot of people um, in a couple of book clubs I'm in, you know, we're a little older now than we used to be. Yeah. And, yeah, we love the large print books. (laughs) Right. But I, I'm not quite to the large print yet because if I don't have my contacts, I actually can see perfectly up close. It's far away I have a problem with. But, um, yeah, we love large print, but you have to specifically order it. or, or But you can just make all of yours large print. Right. So at this stage in my life, I have one eye that's still good for distance and one eye that's good for reading. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm reading traditionally, I find myself closing my distance eye to read. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, with the Kindle app, it's much easier to manipulate the information. And then also... Um, you know, you don't really see the size of the book necessarily. I think sometimes 
I think, oh, I don't have time to read a larger book or, you know, I don't know. However, I, I actually like that book. point because I know a lot of my students, like, oh, that, that book's too big, Miss Lamb. I'm not reading that. Right. So I'm not overwhelmed by the undertaking. And then if I like the story and get into it, it doesn't matter how long it is. Right. Exactly. Although I'm not going to lie that I guess Goodreads does it for me. I'll tell you what percentage, but I, I truly still to this day, and I don't know why, because it bothers me when other people, when my, especially my kids do it, but I will look how many pages there are, and then I kind of try to keep track of how much I'm reading and how much I have left, and, and not that I won't read one if it's too big, but just so in my head I know, like, okay, I need to probably read this much, or I'm this far behind, or I'm this far ahead, which I don't know why it matters, but that's what I do. So, anyway. All right, is that it? Convenience? Size of font, um, easier to read? Well, so if you read in bed or from a reclining position a lot, (laughs) you can, um, you know, hold one screen flat versus having to figure out how to... Curve the page back and hold while you're reading this side, so you got to tilt it this way and then you got to move it back and forth. If you're in the beginning of the book, you have to lay on your right hand yeah. side because... Or you have to hold it out. Right. Because then you're not resting it on anything. you got to actually <laughs> hold it out with your hand. Or you mentioned dimming the light, brightness of the thing. Like, I have to sleep with... Not sleep with, but when I read in bed, I like to turn out my light overhead because inevitably I will start to fall asleep. And I don't want to have to get up to turn out the light. So I either take my phone. I saw you shining yeah. your phone light on your book. Yeah. <laughs> but now. You do it yourself. Now not only light. do I have my uh, phone light that I'll just, I'll lay on my chest or like prop it up against a pillow. Or now I have one of those little, um, you're supposed to stick it on the wall and it's like the touch light and you touch it once it turns on and they touch it again, it gets brighter. And then, so I have one of those that's on my nightstand and I just bring it to the bed with me and I just like turn it on so I can. Read. So I'm assuming having your book be lit up for you is probably very helpful. It is. Yeah. It's a nice feature. Yeah. And then it doesn't drop on your... Well, do you ever drop it on your face? <laughs> no, no. Only when I'm falling asleep. Right. Then, <laughs> but yeah. in that case, my book would be feel better than your Kindle uh, dropping on your face. Yeah. Typically, I have woken up with my uh, book to the side of my head with my, um, you know, phone through the loop still, or my finger through the phone loop still holding on to it like this. Many, many <laughs> I, I wish you could see I this, but you can't. up in that position. So do you only read on your phone or do you have like a, a tablet or iPad or? I had a tablet. I'm not real good at keeping things charged. <laughs> so. I understand that. Um, that's another. That's another downfall of reading electronically. That I was it eats going up to your battery. It does eat up your battery. Um, we have found being in the middle of nowhere that <laughs> oh, if, that's right. If you don't have Wi-Fi access, you should maybe download your book ahead of actually going to the place that you're going to be. Yeah, I do that. Well, because even if you like when you go on flights and stuff, you would have to do that. Because yeah. I always, because I don't have unlimited data. Yes, America, I don't have unlimited data. Me either. I um. <laughs> it's not a requirement. It's not a requirement, but I know very few people who do not have unlimited data. I have another friend, Jessica. Hi, Jessica. That does not have unlimited data. So anyway, um, yeah, I always because if I'm in my car or whatever, and I go to play it because I don't use my data that you know frivolously, it's not playing. Why is it not playing? 
Oh, this is audiobooks, though, not ebooks, obviously. And it's because I didn't download it. Podcasts I have to download first. Audiobooks I have to download first. Your movies and stuff, you have to download them before you get on the plane. So, yeah, you have to have it downloaded or else you're... I guess I'm just not really as mobile as you because you love to travel and I love to homebody. Yeah. I'm a professional homebodyer. Well, I do my ebooks <laughs> and podcasts whenever I'm on a walk or going bike riding or stuff like that. So, yeah. Yes, you're more out and about. Yes, so. I am. <laughs> All right, so tip, you have to make sure it's downloaded. All right, where do you get, obviously use Kindle, but you also mentioned Hoopla. Yeah, so um, Kindle through Amazon Prime, I do get actually a free book every month. So that's a perk if you have Amazon Prime that I feel like maybe a lot of people don't know about. Um, So, sorry. So I have Audible, which is connected to Amazon, but I have to pay a subscription, Mm-hmm. monthly fee so but for amazon prime you don't pay any anything other than your regular amazon prime yeah we pay the amazon prime fee. and you still get one book a month free and i get a book this month i got two free oh why um uh, july was two free book month. oh nice so i think about twice a year you get two free books oh very cool um and then also hoopla through the public library probably saying that wrong no h-o-o-p-l-a it's w- w- my people in my my world call it hoopla so i've read one book on hoopla i've attempted to read another one but i had a, a they had an electronic issue with the book that i wanted so because you were trying to download it it wouldn't let you um yes but not not for the um reason that it all the subscriptions were checked out because i guess that the library has so many licenses throughout the day that its subscribers and members can use to check out electronic material and Mm -hmm. so um if it's later in the day and you're looking for these books movies cds well not cds but music (laughs) whatever you're wanting to download yeah um you can't yeah their subscriptions are limited yeah i forget what the message says because i've heard several people have this conversation now so the fact that you said it to i was like yeah and i've had it happen to me because i use hoopla for audiobooks not ebooks but i will say it's a little difficult to navigate for finding an ebook um uh, maybe that's just my phone, my phone settings. I don't know. It's easier online. I've noticed if I'm on my computer. So. Um, I know when I go into Hoopla, and I know also Libby. I think Libby is attached to the public library system as well. And it's a separate, and they do have some different books. So I don't use Libby. I just started using Hoopla. So And shout out to the public library system. There are a lot of resources, especially in the Lakeland Library. Oh, yeah. That I feel like people do not know. And they're free. And they're free. And yeah, Hoopla's free. for you. Not just, you know, I know we're talking about books, but if you want to digitize all of your old photos. Really? They have resources for that. They have... Um, how to trace your DNA ancestry or how not DNA obviously, but how to trace your ancestry if you're into genealogy and things like that. And, um, they have, they have a newsletter that comes out by email that tells you the calendar of events. They have arts and crafts. I did know that. Um, they have book clubs. Yeah. Cause I, I, one of the books I read over the, well, I think it was before school got out. Yeah. Was when they mentioned on the book club site and I was like, oh, I really want to read that. So. But I didn't go. I didn't. I didn't go to the book club. 
Well, they have a lot of things that you don't necessarily even have to go to the library right. to participate in. You can just, as a member, obviously you have to go to become a member, but yeah. as a member. Yeah, you have to get your card. You Which, access. Hoopla, you do have to have a library card. Because mm-hmm, you have to have an account number to be able to sign up for it. So that is something you do have to get. And but, if you lose your library card, there's a 50 cent replacement fee. Or you can show them your driver's license, but that doesn't help you get Hoopla on your phone. <laughs> but... Um, when I look up for Hoopla, when you type in the thing, do you go down to format? Yes. Okay, because that's where I have to find that. I'm always looking for audiobooks, so I just go down to format, hit audiobook, and then, I mean, I assume they pop up. I was just making sure you knew you had to go down to that, mm-hmm. and that way it would help you maybe find it better. Thank you. But Oh, look, Lonely Hearts Book Club. You never did finish that, did you? I did not finish yeah. that it, on it, my Hoopla. I it wasn't amazing. I'm glad I read it. It was, you know, some cute relationships, but... Not like even romantical relationships. So just... I'm reading for fun in my life at this stage. Exactly. As a, you know, middle-aged woman. I don't have to write any reports. Right. And, uh, you know, my time is... You're trying to convince yourself. My time is limited. Because you don't like to not finish a book. That Yeah, I don't like to not finish a book. But, but especially if you didn't purchase it. I also have now... No problem walking away from a book that is not holding my attention. Exactly. There's lots of things out there that will. So. Well, yeah. Time is precious. Now, here my teacher kicks in. And, <laughs> and, and if you're a student. Okay, yes, if you're a student. If sorry. you're a student. Or even if you just know that you should read more and you're, well, this is better. I'd like to do that better. This will take my attention better. I mean. I 100% think you should find books that you're interested in and not suffer through something you don't like. I tell you that all the time. You ain't got to finish that book. Well, that's why I said because I read for fun. Right. I, now, I did do my all my schooling. Yes. But you also still <laughs> have already read. You've already read four books this year, you said, which is more than many people. Five, maybe. Five, anyway, whatever. It's still I've more than many lot. people haven't read that many books in their lifetime. So... I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you don't, don't be like, oh, well, Megan said it's okay if I just don't read that book because it didn't hold my interest. My, my phone will take my interest. I can go watch TikTok instead. If you have a test on it, definitely read the book. Even if you don't, you should read something. <laughs> Reading is important. Reading All right. is important. Anything else specific you want to say about? The electronic format versus yeah. a paper. I mean, I always thought that I wouldn't be a fan of electronic books just because I love everything about a traditional book. That was one thing I was going to ask you because I know because we we grew up together, known each other since kindergarten. So, um, a couple years. Yeah. You've always loved books. Yes. And the book book, like having the book. Right. And like when you got the Little Women book because it was the prettiest, like coolest looking book and looked big and smart and stuff. And so you carried it around. It was laminated. Yeah. The biggest book in the library. So, but now you don't, you don't have that need to have the tangible. So I do still have paper books. I mean, obviously, as a lover of books, I still kind of collect them, and I have them. Um, But just for ease of reading. Yeah. I just feel like the situation needs to be (laughs) right to sit down and read a paper book, such as... Being on readcation beside the lake in the recliner. (laughs) Right, exactly. That's That's a good one. All right. So do you ever keep books? Like if you read a book on Kindle or whatever and you really, really liked it, will you then go buy the book or you just don't? 
No. If I liked it on Kindle, I'll just keep it on my app. But I don't know. I, I mean, Are you going to go back and reread it? Probably not. I personally don't reread books, nor do I keep books. Oh. I, even if it's a really great book, I just... Mine's a clutter thing more than anything else, though. I... I, I don't have the space to keep all the things. And you know what? Somebody else is going to read it. I'm going to remember that I liked it. If I want it bad enough, I could go back, but I'm not going to reread it. But so, yeah. I think in a digital format, it's easier to keep the book. Yeah. Because that obviously no only, space. Yeah. Right. So I'm probably more guilty of keeping my digital books. Paperback books, if it's good, I love to pass them along to other people. Exactly. And, you know, recommend them and share books. I think the book reading community is... Kind I've gotten to where I've started to put that. some in the little, the little, ta- the little libraries that are around town. You okay, know, you have one down near your house. Because what about is them? that for everybody? Yeah, they're I, totally free. And then people just set them up in their houses, in their yards. I'm assuming the library or the city of Lakeland for our city. You know, whatever city you're in, I'm assuming they set them up. But the ones that I can think, there's one outside the Girl Scouts. Um, uh, up from Lake Hollingsworth for, you know, most of my people are Lakeland. So there's one on like attached to the building. So you have to walk up to the building. There's one there. There's one actually on Lake Miriam. If you turn off of Lakeland Highlands onto Lake Miriam, it's not very far down on the right. Yeah. In front of a beige kind of catty cornered house. Maybe. She always has lovely flowers in her yard. And then there is one near the... Dog Park on Cleveland Heights. I feel like there's one on Maxwell Street off of Lakeland Highlands going towards... Is it by a house? It's a yellow one? Uh, So, wait, no. No, okay, I don't know about that. There's one off of Edgewood. There's a little side street off of Edgewood that has... Like, you can see it from Edgewood, but it's a little side street. And it, it is in somebody's yard, but I still don't think they put it there. But anyway, yeah, basically you go to... Oh, there's one... There's one down near um, Glendale. If you go back the back way towards those tennis courts back in the back. Okay. I think it's by the women's. The women's club. Yeah, the women's the club. women's club. There's one there too. Yeah. But I went in and you just, there, it's, it's free. It's open. It's unlocked. You just stick books in it. And then if you want to take some out, you take some out. I, a lot I think it was intended for kids' books, but. Take a book, leave a book. Yeah. But I, I put books in and didn't take any. I didn't see see any I necessarily wanted so I could totally make a donation I'm gonna scout some out they were pretty full when I went because I Mm -hmm. went like a month or so ago because I was cleaning out my house and stuff and I dropped off some but also the library takes books if you want to get rid of books do they yeah Goodwill obviously um Salvation Army Lighthouse Ministries and then or the book exchange the there used to be Book Bazaar now it's Inklings they still do book exchanges and there's one on the north side Bookends, I think it's called, that does bookish, and you get a little bit of credit for them. So, anyway, um, real quick, what about audiobooks? Do you consider them digital books? Do you even do audiobooks? I don't do audiobooks. I've done one, but it's just because I can't pay attention to them. Right. Personally. Yeah. Um, if someone's talking off to the side I can tune that out faster than anything so following along with the story is not easy for me um but yeah that's definitely a digital book I yeah mean, 
See, I still, I feel like digital book is you're actually still reading the words. It's just on a screen instead of you're holding it on paper. Whereas audiobook, you're not, that's listening comprehension, not reading comprehension. And uh, okay. I, I'm still all well, for audio. you're a professional reading teacher, so I'm going to defer to you. I'm still all for audiobooks. I think they're great. But it is not the same skill exactly as reading comprehension versus listening comprehension. But I always have an audiobook. I always have an audiobook I'm listening to and a book I'm reading. Because when I'm biking or cleaning or whatever, I'm listening to an audiobook. But anyway. All right. One new, old, recent, current, whatever book that you feel like everybody should read. Um, so the book that I have read this year that was the most eye-opening. It's an older book. Um, it's called Angel City by Patrick Smith. And I fell in love with Patrick Smith because he wrote a book called The Land Remembered, A Land Remembered, which is about old Florida and um, ha- being a Florida girl generation Florida native. I really like the state of Florida and I'm interested in the history of it. And now um, A Land Remember, uh, whatever that one, what's the title? A land remember. It is a land remember. Is it is it historical or is it a, a narrative story? It's a narrative story based on historical information. Information. Research. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, Patrick Smith wrote this book called Angel City, which um, supposedly he went undercover into a migrant working farm to collect research for this book. Oh. Um, to discover the conditions that our um you know farmers are yeah which polk county working in and we definitely have yeah because it is a a lifestyle i mean that is their life they you know move with the harvest and everything um and so it was very eye-opening about um i hope I hope that things have gotten much better for people who do that type of work because the book I found was very sad. Um, do you know when it was written? I want to say the 70s or early 80s. Oh, okay. Maybe the 80s. I know there was a movie made about it okay. that someone else had told me. They had watched the movie. Um, but the book is a short read. I think if, you know... Everyone would just appreciate where that tomato comes from in the grocery store a little more. <laughs> um, or at least think about where it came from. think about it, you know. That's... that's. <laughs> All right. Well, I may read that. That would be interesting to me as well. Yeah, it, was, it was hard to read. It's a fictionalized story. But truth inform- based on information and research. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but... Um, yeah, I was glad I read it. I feel like I learned something or I'm at least more aware of right. something in my life that you I wouldn't have been. And to me, I that's the whole that purpose of reading. You get a new perspective on something you didn't know anything about. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. Okay. Well, I'm done unless you have some you know, other big topic you want us to talk about for hours or anything. Well, I mean, we don't have to record it. Well, that's true. That's true. We could do that. Okay, so then we'll just say bye now, and we'll just go on with our lives. How about that? Bye for now. Bye. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode, and hopefully, maybe now, you're inspired to give eBooks a try. I personally am not. I I don't know. I can't explain it, 
but I think everybody should read whatever works best for them. And kudos to you for being ebook readers and kudos to you for being traditional book readers, whichever one it is. So maybe you also heard a title in there that you want to give a try and that will be a, you know, new, new to be our book for you. So I just thank you for tuning in. And as always, if you will subscribe, if you haven't already, or share with a friend, just, you know, pick somebody in your contact list and send a a really cool episode or send this episode and share it with somebody or two or three. And that will help build our listening base. And I would really appreciate it. You can also find me on Instagram, booklife32776, just kind of what I'm doing. And new episodes that will be coming out. I try to post those. And I want to thank you for turning another page with us. I'll see you next time.